The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open today to Psalm 32, we'll look together to verse number 1 after a word of prayer. Father, thank you for the privilege to preach the word of the Lord, and I ask for your help to preach your word that we might be a blessing to those who hear. Help someone come to Christ today. Strengthen that weary saint. Encourage the discouraged. Lift up the fallen. And God, please, give strength to the weary. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Psalm 32, verse 1. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Selah, I acknowledged my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Selah. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. This psalm should be compared with Psalm 51 where David gives forth his confession concerning his sin of adultery with Bathsheba. But I want to give you just some thoughts about this psalm from these verses, not really an outlined exposition, which we normally seek to do, but just some thoughts of my own 
And again, some thoughts from Brother James Jones, the former pastor of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle and the former preacher on truths to live by. Things I pinned down years ago in my Bible as I grew up there sitting at his feet. So let me say, first of all, blessed or how happy is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. There's nothing more miserable in this world than a sinning saint, one whose sin remains unconfessed. The Lord has a way of uncovering our sin if we seek to cover it. But if you'll uncover it, and if you'll confess it, God has a way to cover it. Amen. And happiness fills the heart once the sin is forgiven. You notice in verses 3 and 4, see how David felt when he kept silent about his sin. He said, when I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. There's Holy Ghost conviction. The hand of God heavy on the sinning saint who remains silent concerning his sin. Oh, the way to joy and happiness again, the way to life and liberty and that light-hearted feeling that comes from knowing all is well is to confess your sin. In verse 5, he openly does so. I acknowledged my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Selah. Think on these things. Praise the Lord. He is ready. He is able, he is willing to forgive. Brethren, if we confess our sins, John tells us, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Keep a short account with God. Don't let that list of sin grow long. Keep those accounts small. Keep the time short. Keep the distance closed in. Don't let a cloud come between you and the Savior. When a cloud rolls over the head, drop the knee, bow the head, and call on God and say, O Lord, don't be far from me. Let your sins be readily and easily and fully made known unto the Lord. Keep the communication open with the Lord. Now, Pastor Jones said there are four words of offense toward the Lord in verses 1 and 2. They are the words transgression, sin, iniquity, and guile. Transgression involves crossing a line, violating a border, going beyond God's boundary. Friend, have you crossed the line? Have you violated and went beyond God's boundary? Are you a trespasser? The word sin means missing the mark, coming short, It is a deviation from God's standard. Are you seeking to keep God's standard in your life? Are you living by the book, the scriptures, the word of God? In name, we who are Baptists proclaim that the scriptures are our sole and final authority for faith and practice. We are saying 
that the Word of God, it is our standard. It is our benchmark. It is our reference. So how about it, friend? Are you deviating from God's standard? The word iniquity, that which is turned out of its proper course, to be morally perverted, anything that lines up against righteousness. Are you lining up with right living, or are you characterized by wrong living? Are you morally corrupt? Are you mentally perverted? Does iniquity in all of its forms, including immorality and idolatry, abound in your heart? What about this word guile? It deals with fraud, deceit, even means to lure into something, to attempt to hide our wrong. It gives the picture of bait. And any sin, brethren, that we commit will fall under one of these four headings. Are you being fraudulent? Are you being deceitful? Are you being true? Or are you so desperately dark and wicked that you're actually luring others into that which is wrong? Transgression, sin, iniquity, and guile. These four categories or headings all of our sin will find themselves in one of the four. So four words of offense toward the Lord. But thank God there's four words of compassion toward the sinner. And these words clear the offense. Transgression is answered by the word forgiven. To be forgiven means to lift, to bear up, to carry, to take so as to take away. And so our transgressions can be taken away. The word sin is answered by the word covered. It means to be covered over, to be hidden, to never come into God's sight again. What a blessing that God can remove from His sight forever our sins. They can be covered. The word iniquity finds its answer in the words imputeth not. The Lord imputeth not iniquity. How blessed, how happy is this man to not have his sin, to not have his iniquity, to not have his transgression charged to his account. It's not imputed when it's covered, when it's forgiven. It's removed, Christ having took the sin away. The word guile, he says, in whose spirit there is no guile. It means none at all. Coming to God with an honest confession. Those who come clean and come clear with the Lord are those in whose spirit there is no guile. These are those whose sins will be covered, whose iniquities will not be imputed, and whose transgressions will be forgiven. Oh, how we should be those who are willing to quickly and fully and continually confess their sins 
that we might find forgiveness and that we might find rest and rejoicing in the Lord once again so that we can say truthfully and we can say confidently concerning the Lord, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. I want him to be my hiding place. Therefore, I had best not hide my sins, lest he hide his face from me and refuse me a spot in his self as my hiding place. Have you confessed your sins to the Lord today? If not, Christian, go before him. Bow before him. Tell him about your sins. Trust him with your sins. And thank him for removing them through the blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.